These shots need to get in everybody's arm as rapidly as possible. These shots need to get in everybody's arm as rapidly as possible. Brought to you by Pfizer. It took seven decades to come up with two effective polio vaccines. This was done in under one year. These shots need to get in everybody's arm as rapidly as possible. The way to avoid getting back in the hospital is to get vaccinated. All right. I want you to file this under. I can't possibly make this up. You can't make this up. We can't make this up. Get that vaccine and get those boosters. This is New York City Health, the official account of the New York, Depart- New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene. Omicron subvariant XBB15 now accounts for 73% of all sequence COVID-19 cases in New York City. XBB1.5 is the most transmissible transmissible form of COVID-19 that we know of to date and may be more likely to infect people who have been vaccinated already or already had COVID-19. It is the most transmissible form of coronavirus. It is more likely to infect people who have been vaccinated. But then they go on to say this. This is January 13th, two days ago. Getting vaccinated and getting the updated booster is still the best way to protect yourself from hospitalization and death from COVID-19, including from these new variants. Get your updated booster today. They just told us that we're more likely to get it if we've already been vaccinated, but we should go ahead and get vaccinated anyway. I want to encourage everybody to do that and to ignore all of these other voices that are giving demonstrably bad advice. Well, folks, I'm going to give you demonstrably bad advice. If you have taken the vaccine, be very careful of your health and don't get any boosters or any more boosters. If you haven't gotten the vaccine like myself and my family, don't get it. Now, you have to be smart and look at, like for instance... Different demographics have different uh, proclivities to certain health things, right? As a black male, as an African-American, statistically, I am more prone to certain sicknesses than perhaps my white counterparts because not only are, yeah, I I know this is not politically correct, but men and women are different biologically and because of genetic makeup. Uh, blacks and whites are different as well. It has nothing to do with superiority or infer- inferiority, but diet, health, uh, even things like geographic location do have different things that affect us. And it seems that as I'm looking at lots of footage and lots of news, that blacks and black males seem to be proportionately high victims of this COVID-19 vaccine slash bioweapon slash, oh, I don't know, arguably, demonstrably, factually based bioweapon against us. Here's two more news tidbits showing that perhaps the vaccine isn't safe and effective, at least not for me 
a black male. American Idol contestant C.J. Harris dies at age 31. The singer suffered an apparent heart attack in his hometown in Alabama after finding fame nine years ago by placing sixth on the competition show. Look, not going to get into his stuff. Young, so young to pass. American Idol contestant died at the age of 31 on Sunday. Nothing to see here. His, uh, his family was shocked over his passing because generally 31-year-olds just don't pass away in their homes. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Your talent will be missed. If perhaps, well, he toured, by the way, 99% chance that he did get the vaccine because he was still um, out there touring, performing, and what have you. And we know that entertainers overwhelmingly fell for or felt forced to take the vaccine to be able to get out there and practice their trade. So, high likelihood that he got the jab. Uh, How about this? How about this one? Former Crimson Tide running back Ahmad Callaway passes at the age of 42. 42 is not 31, but hey, uh, I don't feel old. I don't feel old at this age. That used to not be. That used to be what? Middle age? Now it's death age? The eighth grade, the eighth graders at Compton Drew Middle School in St. Louis, Missouri are mourning today. They have to shut the door of a popular teacher's classroom and respect for their English teacher. Uh, an athlete formerly played in the NFL, was drafted to play in the NFL, played in NFL Europe. Nothing to see here, folks. Totally safe and effective. Oh, I'm not just making a race issue out of this. I'm just saying that every single person needs to make a health decision based on their particular situation. And my particular situation, as is a situation for anybody worldwide, seems to indicate that this is a dangerous vaccine that doesn't even prevent the virus. Doesn't even prevent the virus. Just listen to New York City Healthy. They told us that this new Omicron variant, which is the most contagious one yet, affects those especially who have been vaccinated. But politicians and experts will tell you that you are crazy. I've just showed you uh, an athlete that is yet added, can be yet added to the list of those who have died. And that we're not even talking about all those who have been injured from the said vaccine. Everyone is now eligible to get vaccinated right now, right away. Go get vaccinated, America. Go and get the vaccination. And tell public school teachers, public university professors, tell healthcare workers that are working with senior citizens, uh, tell all these people, get vaccinated or you're gonna be fired. The key to reopening and growing economies is to vaccinate your people. More than 99% of the people dying from COVID right now are unvaccinated. 99% of the people dying right now are unvaccinated. 
Protect yourself and your family. Get vaccinated. Brought to you by Pfizer. And this updated vaccine, which is available for everyone five years or older, is available just in time for the holidays, letting you be your best as you celebrate with your family. Some parents want to sort of see how it goes first, but I am encouraging all parents to get their children vaccinated. But I'm also encouraging children to ask for the vaccine. I have received the vaccines. My family has received the, 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 the vaccines. How so many Americans died when they could have been saved by a simple shot or two. All right, how about this? Now, I'll be honest with you. One of the concerns that I've had, as I do fly a lot, I do fly very, very often. We, our residence is now in Utah, but we have a lot of things to take care of in California. We go back and forth all the time, every several weeks. Just, uh, we got back right before Thanksgiving. Uh, we spent almost two months in Europe, 13 countries in those seven weeks, flying uh, just about everywhere. Well, pilots had to be vaccinated in the United States and in most major carriers in Europe. And there have been stories of heart attacks and issues with pilots. It goes underreported. Luckily, the airlines know this and they don't want to lose passengers to an accident. Their whole business model is dependent on getting travelers safely to and fro. So we know that there's uh, a obviously a co-pilot and sometimes often even a third pilot there. But the elitists, many of whom didn't actually get the vaccine, just like they tell you to watch your carbon footprint as they fly to, to Davos and all over the world in their private jets, they didn't get the injection. And guess what? They don't want pilots who have gotten the injection either. And the U.S. Freedom Flyers, Josh Yoda, he's the head president of the U.S. Freedom Flyers. He said they're getting calls now from wealthy businessmen and companies to fly their executives around on business jets with unvaccinated crews. Now, they get the luxury of being able to choose because there are still a large amount of crew available in the United States who are not vaccinated because the companies they work for didn't mandate it. And yes. these, these wealthy businessmen are requiring unvaccinated crew on their business jets. Now, passengers of an airline on an airline bought a ticket don't have that luxury. It's just like, okay. That's right. The people flying to Davos or any other business meeting are not wanting vaccinated pilots nor vaccinated staff. They want them to be unvaxxed. Now, that's according to the Freedom Flyers. How about uh, this from the Freedom Fighters and also from the North Unites and the People's Resistance? These are the three different groups that organized last Saturday, January 7th, where they covered with placards and photos people who died of the COVID vaccine across the UK at at least six BBC buildings, British Broadcasting Corporation buildings. The rally was called the Media is the Virus and they targeted BBC Radio Merseyside, BBC Radio Sheffield, BBC Yorkshire Leeds, BBC Media City Salford and BBC The Mailbacks Birmingham. 
and BBC Barrack Road in Newcastle. The BBC are traitors to our country, is what they posted. All Mockingbird media are traitors to everyone's country and have been for a very long time. The group posted stickers on BBC's windows with photos of the people who died from the vaccine. BBC's building today were given some truth. Enough is enough. The media is complicit in the biggest crimes against humanity and need to be held accountable for the deaths and harms caused to our friends and families. Let's look at some of these photographs. Josh Henry, only 13 years old, died from a brain bleed hours after receiving his second Pfizer COVID vaccine. Katie Lees, age 34, died from a blood clot 13 days after receiving the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. Cheryl Hilo, age 22, died of heart inflammation two weeks after receiving her second COVID vaccine. Notice, I'm not the only one. Many of us, <laughs> vaccine. Remember, if you've been on the show for a while, I used to always go like this reporting when I said vaccine, vaccine. But I think we all know that it's not really a vaccine. It's a bioweapon. Luke Garrett, age 20, suffered a seizure and died less than 12 hours after receiving the Pfizer shot. Jack Hearn, age 26, died of blood clots on his brain two weeks after receiving the AstraZeneca poison. Sean Hartman, only 17 years old, died four weeks after receiving the Pfizer shot. Cassidy Carrill, 39, died within four days of receiving her second Moderna shot. No pre-existing health conditions. Stephen Wright, age 32, died from a blood clot on his brain 10 days after receiving the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. Simone Scott, age 19, died of complications from a heart transplant six weeks after receiving her second Moderna COVID vaccine. Victor Simone, age 34, died from an acute aortic dissection two weeks after receiving the Pfizer COVID messenger RNA vaccine, aka bioweapon. But of course, folks, this is not this is a worldwide thing. You, you see here Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca. And it wasn't just the BBC that lied to our brothers and sisters in the UK. It was our own politicians here in the US, including supposed Republican leaders. I also think we have to overcome some resistance to taking the vaccine. I'm a Republican man. As soon as I was eligible to take the vaccine, I did. I really believe this is why God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. Ah, uh, nothing like satanic, luciferian, devil-worshipping elitists and their minions in the supposed health sector to show and display their blasphemous forked tongue. God giving us two arms, one for the flu vaccine, the other one for the COVID shot so that big pharma can make money. I think that this young man here, Father Edward Looney, would think a little bit differently about that. Why don't you join me in prayer and... Um... Let's pray for all those who, who suffer uh, effects uh, of COVID and COVID vaccines and stuff. Father Looney then goes on for 25 minutes in this video 
detailing his 23-month journey with cardiac issues since being vaccinated. And the first, they go through it, then no one wants to say that it's the vaccination, even though I want to play you a few excerpts here. He details and has documented the change in his body from before he had the vaccine to what happened immediately after his first and second injections. Well, very good. I thank you for joining me uh, this evening. And I meant to do this yesterday, Friday, uh, the day after I got released, but just in the time of day and such, it just never worked out. Uh, And then today I had a wedding, evening mass. Thanks to Father Tony, he took uh, my other mass so that I didn't have to do three masses back to back, but uh, could have a little break in between. He's, though, in his high 80s, and he said, you're one of our young guys, and you shouldn't be having heart problems right now, so we need to take care of you so you can keep working. I want to just share a little bit about what's been going on, because some of you know, some of you don't know, but, you know, it's sometimes you feel like you, you can't speak out because of... Uh, because of whatever reasons, but I think it's important to share uh, what's been going on. So, uh, so I want to maybe just go back to February 2021. Uh, it was highly encouraged that we get the the COVID vaccine, uh, and in fact, hospitals told us if we were not vaccinated, we would not be able to visit people in the hospitals. We were told we couldn't go to nursing homes if we didn't get vaccinated. So there, there were. It almost seemed like for the sake of your job, you must be fully vaccinated. So so really, the, the vaccinations were pushed on us, right? And uh, so it was February. I was in the first wave of people uh, to get the COVID vaccine. And actually, that very first shot, uh, I got it. I, I didn't have an immediate reaction. I get home, and uh, I realized that my heart rate was higher than it normally was that it was about 110, 115 beats per minute. I was really tired as a result of it. So I, I literally just sat in my recliner. I slept it off, I said. That's what I did. And so that's what happened in the immediacy after the first vaccine. So the second vaccine. Second vaccine, get it, come home. The heart rate's even higher than what it was before. I'm laying in bed. My heart rate is 145 beats per minute. So that was the second night, 2021, once I got vaccinated. At the end of 2021, so it was December, it it again escalated. So it went up again. It went up to 130, 140. And I go into the doctor and, um, and so they do the EKG, they do everything. And they say, well, you have an abnormally high heart rate. We don't know what's wrong with you. We're gonna put you on a heart monitor. Okay, so they did. So the heart monitor comes back and says that, well, you have an abnormally high heart rate and we don't know what the cause of it is. They didn't know what the cause of it is. We have all of these sudden deaths. We have these strokes, people with balls, pals, uh, uh, balls, uh, Bell's palsy all of a sudden in the last two years. But my goodness gracious, we just don't know what it is that could possibly have changed the situation for this man of the cloth or a whole bunch of other young people. I wish we could figure out what what it is. 
Well, I'm joined now by Dr. Asim Malhotra. He is a consultant cardiologist and specializes in statins. Thank you for joining us this morning, doctor. Well, let's go back to the BBC. Are they seeing the light? Have they gotten religion? Or they just finally feel compelled to tell the truth? What is going on here? We're going to see that the truth is starting to leak out in the Mockingbird mainstream media on both sides of the pond. One of the reasons I think this is coming to the news just now is obviously there's been a big concern uh, recently around excess deaths. Now, the British Heart Foundation said certainly during the pandemic or since the pandemic, there's been 30,000 excess deaths specifically due to coronary artery disease. That's my area of expertise. And they're trying to figure out what's causing it. Chris Whitty recently said, suggested that it could be because people weren't prescribed statins or blood pressure pills, but Oxford suggested statin pills prescription hasn't reduced since the pandemic. So it's unlikely to be a cause. But what is almost certainly, and if you allow me to say this. A cardiologist expert from NHS on BBC even says, if you'll allow me to say this before he says this. If you allow me to say this, so what I, my own research has found, uh, and this is something that is probably a likely contributing factor, is that the COVID mRNA vaccines do carry a cardiovascular risk. Oh, BBC is trying to get nervous, but uh, he doesn't stop there. He talks about the data. I mean, the mRNA COVID vaccine is a contributor, he is saying, to these high cardiovascular deaths, this high increase excess deaths that they're seeing. And this is data driven. Boy, is BBC's head spinning on this one. And um, I've actually called for the suspension of this pending an inquiry because there's a lot of uncertainty at the moment about what's causing the excess deaths. Some of it will be ambulance delays. Oh, the ambulance delays, that, that's what's causing the, the death. The BBC, this is a brilliant piece, brilliant piece, really. Um, so Doc says, oh, it could be excess deaths because of the delay in the ambulatory services. But then he has this very, very personal anecdote and conclusion that was, ex uh, that was accepted by the medical community. And dude, she couldn't stop him because this anecdote had to do with the death of someone in his own family. My own father, it was reported on BBC News in July, um, uh, late 2021, uh, I was the first to actually highlight the ambulance delays because my own father suffered a cardiac arrest at home and the ambulance took 30 minutes. And when his post-mortem came out, he had very severe coronary artery disease, which is unexplainable. I then published in a peer-reviewed journal, they accepted my findings that the likely cause of his death was two doses of the Pfizer mRNA vaccine he had six months earlier. His own father is a victim of the ambulance service delays but listen to what he said. The post-mortem review, the autopsy, found unexplained issues that he published in a medical peer-reviewed journal and it was accepted that his conclusion regarding his father was correct, that his father had these cardiac issues that led to his death because of the two shots he had of the Pfizer vaccine. That is why the doc said, if I'm allowed to say this, 
And oh my goodness, the BBC reporter needs to get a clarification and do some damage control. So can I just, just, there's lots of, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, I just want to jump in on that point. So what you're saying in terms of the mRNA link to cardiovascular risk, is that that is a proven, it's been proven medically, has it, scientifically? Yeah, yeah, for the question. So in medicine, you know, in any research that we do, it's very difficult to always be absolutely conclusive. So we go on life and there are lots of data now um, the, the highest quality data is what we call randomized control trial evidence. So there was a reanalysis in the journal Vaccine published recently where they found that the original trials of Pfizer and Moderna with mRNA vaccines showed, and I just want to put this in absolute terms, we don't want to scare people unnecessarily, mm. but the absolute risk of serious adverse events was at least one in 800. Okay. Uh, and, and a lot of those are cardiovascular. And then it, you were more likely in those trials to suffer a serious adverse event than to be hospitalized All right. COVID early on. <laughs> Once again, reminding us of the facts, right? She wanted to know if this was medically conclusive. And he says, look, the trial data even showed from Pfizer that participants had a higher risk of an adverse effect than even getting hospitalized for COVID early on. Wow. And he comes at her with more facts. And I think the vaccine has certainly had people who are high risk, but now... We should be reassured that Omicron and what's circulating is really no worse than the flu. And this is really time to pause the vaccine rollout and to really investigate this problem. And that's what we need to really be thinking about. That's what the focus should be, I think, in terms of what's going to be the biggest impact on reducing heart disease. Dr. Mahotra, thank you very much. Very in-depth explanation at the arguments set for and against. Thank you for that. Very, very nervous uh, with him presenting that information uh, with uh, his opinion for and against uh, the issue of the increase in cardiac-related uh, incidents and the cure, whether it was the heart medication or just having people stop taking the damn bioweapon masquerading as a, uh, as a COVID-19 vaccine. And now you know why people were out there at those six places around the, uh, the UK saying that BBC is the, the virus. I mean, for those of you who are members of our BCP family and watch this from the UK or Sky News, a lot of people around the world still plug into uh, the UK and Sky and other things. Did you hear about this? Or was this some other news thing, the whole BBC being plastered with pictures and placards? Did you even see that in the news? Again, six BBC buildings in the North today, and it wasn't covered in UK news. But look, folks, the the truth is starting to come out. The CDC is reporting on it, and even mainstream media, much of their chagrin, for instance, Fox News, with not much enthusiasm, is starting to report the truth. And the CDC has just put out a notice regarding the COVID vaccine. The CDC is now saying that there has been enough cases of people who have received the vaccine and then suffered a stroke. Ah, yes. 
Yes, we're finally going to get justice. No. No, we're probably not going to get any sort of justice. Like everything else, the deep state, these treasonous, traitorous, murderous, rat bastards do, the truth finally comes out. But way after the damage is done, and of course there are no consequences, the multiple hoax against President Trump, fake impeachments, now in the news, of course, we're seeing the classified documents of Biden. Oh, he'll resign, but he won't pay for his treasonous crimes. And of course, the murderous big pharma folks who snuck in a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, they're going to get complete cover. I'm going to end with this clip and once again, uh, thank Ultra Maga for putting this uh, clip together. Of course, the absolute protection by the U.S. government, Republicans and Democrats of Big Pharma for murdering the population in the United States, and also we're seeing this happen in Europe, is guaranteed. Murder, kill, reduce the population, and get away with it. Seems to me the next package must contain the following. Number one, liability protection, so that people who acted in good faith are not confronted with a second epidemic of lawsuits. These shots need to get in everybody's arm as rapidly as possible. And if an army of trial lawyers out there ready to take advantage of this situation, we cannot get back to normal if we have an epidemic of lawsuits. Brought to you by Pfizer. Give us one more.